Moo and good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Pink Tron. I'm Brent Robinson, and with me today is Matt DeFreitas. Matt, what are you drinking? Coffee. I've got a got a race tomorrow, but then again, I'm never. I've either had a race or I've got a race, so <laughs> my excuse. What's this your race? Duathlon. So a bit of biking, but a bit of running as well. Sprint distance again? Yeah. Flipping out. Like I don't think I could manage any of these. It's, it's so hard. Even the sprint distance is hard. <laughs> yeah. Is this 100%. a Swift triathlon or out in real no, life? Uh, yeah, proper one. Um it's a it's along um it's along the lake where they, they had the Olympics at the Olympic rowing. So it's like really flat, um, which is kind of good, I suppose. But uh yeah, that time trial is a challenge for me at the moment. Cool, cool. And yeah, that other voice you heard is Chris Greenland. Chris, what are you drinking? Pardon me. Um, I am drinking Modern Times Submersible City Coconut Stout, a local brewery here. And then pairing that because we do have some summertime weather, it feels like. Siete Leguas Añejo Tequila alongside <laughs> of that. Love it. Love it. With us also today is Sean Fogenberg, who looks a little chilly today. <laughs> Sean, what are you drinking? Yeah, it's not summertime weather up near Sacramento. Uh, I've got a Nixie lime ginger sparkling water. Uh, although with Chris breaking out the Siete Leguas, I might have to go get, I've got the Siete Leguas Reposado inside. So might mm, grab some of that. Nice. We'll make a little tequila flight. And yeah. for those, if you're not on the on the video link, it looks like Sean has just finished writing some sort of manifesto <laughs> up in his cabin in the woods. Uh, canvas field jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it looks like you're just chopping about 50 pounds of firewood, but, you know, either way. <laughs> Why not both? It's making me so happy to watch you, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> we'll then go to, uh, we've got, we've got potentially Craig Martin. Craig, you want to flash us a thumbs up or let us know if you're drinking something over there? I am. I am. So, uh, during the hockey tournament last week, we uh, stopped at the... Uh, Thousand Islands Brewery in Brockville, and get myself the their East Coast IPA. Very nice, very nice. And our very special guest for this episode of the Pink Tron is, and I'm going to try not to butcher this too badly, Maryline Devlayer. Close, yeah, that's, maybe. That's close. That's close. Oh, <laughs> that's close. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Maryline, what are you drinking? Uh, yeah, I I thought I had to dig up something special, so. Um... I'm, uh, I, I need to read uh, the can because it's uh, got a really long name. Uh, it's, I've got friends in the music business, bachelor of uh, um, barrel-aged blend number three. And uh, it's an imperial Mexican stout. I'll show That's you the can. Amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Love it, love it. I have a Eau Claire distillery. That's just a local distillery around these parts. Flourish Gin and Tonic. It's very tasty. And I've got this thing, which I'm going to ask Chris for after tips on. I don't know what this is. This is El Gubernador Chilean Pisco. I have no idea what it is. Hmm. I don't yeah. know what you make out of it. Looks Pisco dangerous. Pisco sours. Yep. Pisco sours. Yeah. Okay. That's what the recipe said. But I was like, is that really a thing or am I being trolled by the internet? But they're good. Yeah. So we'll get some tips on that after the show, maybe. <laughs> that's what we'll have next. <laughs> because. I did HWR race one this week. Uh, Chris, I think you were in that one today with us. Craig as well. 
it is i've already lost track five laps <laughs> yep five, five laps. laps of glasgow crit circuit uh how to go let's start with uh craig how to go for you You're on mute, mate. You're on mute. I can't remember. I either got dropped on the first lap or the second lap. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Chris remembers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, it was yeah. tough. It was. It was miserable. I made it to the end of the second lap with just tailing the. And for some reason, there was a surge, it felt like, at the end of the second complete lap. And that's when I got dispatched. Mm. And I was just in no man's land. So I was going to wait for your group, Craig, but they, you guys were just doing like 2-1. So I was like, okay, well, I can just probably hang on in my own. And yeah. I just stayed away. Found a couple of lapped bodies that gave me a little bit of micro-recovery draft. I don't know what place I finished in, but that Clyde kicker, that's the first time I'd seen that. That thing can go straight to hell. <laughs> it was. It was a what, what power ups were there? Stupidity. That is lovely stupidity. Yeah. What power ups were were in it this week? All of them. XP. Sure. Stuff. We got a few XP. Yeah. yeah <laughs> lots of XP. What about that stupid burrito? No burritos. Oh. Although yeah. I gotta say, I, I did. I, apparently, I have not mastered the art of finding the secret power up because I tried to you're supposed to send it under the bridge that has like, I can't remember what it says on the train station, like central station or something. You're supposed to send your power up under there. And then it gives you like a second one. Right. Oh. Oh, that didn't work. I tried it. Even, even if you drop it before that bridge, uh, you also get one. Yeah. Or you should get one. It was, <laughs> it was there in the, in the ZRL races. So yeah, maybe it was not on for this possible. Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't realize it. I thought it was like a course. Thing, I thought so, so too. Uh, in that case, it's Marilyn's fault. <laughs> uh, then, then I didn't request it if, if I had to. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I, I tried, but it was uh, so those um, staying in the group in the kicker was not elementary. I hit 819 in the first one, 880 in the second one. 886 in the third one, 894 wow. in the fourth one. And that's all what 12, 13 watts a kilo for you? 12? A 10 would be 11. So it's okay. Yeah, so 11. Yeah, 11. And 927 to hold the group in the in the last one. And then I hit, I only think I got to 760 watts in the sprint because they went from like so far out. I was tired. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was not. Craig and Chris saying they got dropped was not due to lack of effort or anything else. They were smart. Like they were going every time up that kicker. Yeah. And you're also not wrong that they were surging on the sprint, Chris, like it was less. So I would say after lap three, frankly, but the first two, for sure, every like, like at the end of lap one and the end of lap two, I don't know who was doing the dumb stuff up there, but there was definitely a pickup in pace. As soon as we came across, right? There's if you're doing the if you haven't done it or you don't know, after you, you do the Clive kicker, you kind of do through rollers, and then there's a kind of big descent down. And then about I'm gonna say 600 meters from the finish, there's like a rise, about mm. kind of a five, six percent rise up. And as soon as we were hitting the top of that thing, someone was like pushing the pace to keep <laughs> trying to shed bodies there. Mm. I think well, Mark, Mark, Prade, 
Mark Prado was riding and he he always surges all the time. So but, yeah. but there was a load of strong OTR guys. Well, a few of strong ones that so could have been them. Yeah, a lot of good riders in that race. So yeah, I was a yeah, I was the second fastest B. And the one guy who beat me is like level 60, even though he's only done 60 races, which kind of surprised me. But so Chris, you said that uh you got dropped. You were how far ahead of Craig's group were you when that happened? Uh, I think when I broke off, I was like 40 something seconds clear. Okay. It was right around 40 seconds uh, <laughs> yeah. that we were back when you dropped. But I mean, you stayed at 40 seconds for a long time. It wasn't until we accelerated on the last lap that we closed that down at all. Yeah, you so, guys got down into high teens on lap five. So yeah, yeah that was, that was uh, the question. I know that they have uh, released uh, Pack Dynamics 4. Um, I was... It, it makes sense that uh, as a lone rider, you're going to have an easier time holding off a pack that's not, or a little, a little group that's not actually working than you would have previously. Yeah, it felt right. Cause you, you guys were like five, five riders. Craig? Uh, we were three to start. Then we were seven, I think. Okay. But were you actually working, taking turns or was it just like we're riding in a group? Okay. We're riding in a group. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, the, the four guys that caught us, uh, they had been working. And then once they caught us, it, it, it kind of petered out again. Yeah. And it's the thing with the, with the new effect dynamics. I think you, you really have to work to uh, get the breakaway back before yeah. you, uh, you, you don't just keep a pace and, and roll them in. Because it, it does take away a couple of spots where I think you'd be able to super tuck like as a little mini group on that course. Yeah. Uh, that's what that's probably like two, three seconds a lap, maybe. I'm not sure. Just guessing. Yeah. Well, Personally. and just a little bit of just a little bit of, you know, the washing machine that you get in a small group. Um, it, it It's not much, but it's a little bit. And it's enough that the guy in front has to work harder than you do to stay away. Did you get any uh, little flashing reds in your group back there when you were clustered? Uh, only once, I think. But I mean, I've kind of always been relatively efficient in groups. So I think it's, you know, when you're trying to draft it, if you're doing it right, I don't think it makes a big difference. It's, yeah, the guys who are washing machining and having trouble controlling themselves are the ones that the auto braking is coming in for. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, I, I haven't actually, I've noticed seen the flashing red yet in pack dynamics between, I did a bullseye on Wednesday and a, and this today, I haven't seen it, but there was a lot of chatter about, you know, oh, right, we can't super tuck down that, especially on this one, right after you do the rollers after cloud, there's that one big descent where you usually can hit the super tuck and there was no super tucking today. Actually, I, yeah, I noticed that. I, I did a tour of Watopia race today and normally with the with the um, race mode or whatever it's called on the kicker, I, I get into super tuck immediately and I wasn't getting into super tuck at all, like for ages. So is that a, is that a feature now? So you only super tuck if you are at the front of the group, if you have, uh... clean, if you have clean air in front of you. So they've, they've made that more realistic. You know, you're not super tucking in a bunch. Right. Uh, Fair enough. Yep. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Good. Cool. I don't, I, I don't, bike choice. I took full arrow. I don't know what you guys rode. I think it's the only um, real choice. 
Same, I, mean, same. I know you got to get up the kicker, but. Yeah, it makes sense. It's a fast course, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it's net flat, essentially. Finishes a sprint, and, you know, you're just going to smash it for 30 seconds to get across the top, and then really your arrow advantage going back down the hill will make up probably any light advantage getting up the top. So And, and as you said, you're doing... 10 plus watts a kilo with that front group up there, you're going fast. You're still, you still, that arrow is still helping, even though you're going uphill. Exactly. Exactly. So on the plus side, Brent, you had the lowest average heart rate. Well done. Yeah. That's just my stupid broken <laughs> Wahoo ticker though. Let's be honest. Get, get one of these, um, <laughs> the ones that we recommended the, yeah. um, I got one for 30, 30 odd quid. Um, yeah, and it's absolutely two. brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. I got I the arm, the armband one. I got the chest one, it. and it is it's spot on. And in the meantime, my warrantied Wahoo ticker showed up, and I have not unboxed it yet. <laughs> yeah, they're really good. It's a good recommendation, whoever that was. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I'll add it into an Amazon cart with my new headset, which I'm still debating about what I want to do with after my <laughs> aftershocks are made DOA. So. I tried the reset trick, by the way, for anyone who's listening. I tried Antoinette's thing, but because it's not, they're not even powered up. It's nothing. So anyway, I think that's all we can say about HWR. Last, this is it. This is the last race of the series. This is a race, what, 25, 23? Can't remember. What are we, how many we got? 24. 24, best 20 yeah. count. So this is your last mm. chance to move up on the standings. There's the, the standings are close, like lots of different places. Um, so for, for me, it's um, not to move down because <laughs> see if I can say on the front page is it's, it's going to be tight, I think. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get to the front page. I'm going to be right around 30th again. I'm already getting grief from Dan Manalo because he's only four points behind me. <laughs> is he going to go like... <laughs> well, he's a much better sprinter, so he this is a good. This should be a good week for him, and I'm a lot less less of a sprinter, so it could be a tough week for me, if, even if I can do it. Um, so, yeah, interesting one. Good, good stuff. I guess that brings us to herd beginner racing. It must be multiple lap fan flats. Am I seeing that right? Multiple laps of fan flats. Ooh, I don't even know on that one. I'm seeing two laps of fan flats. Yeah, which I think makes sense because uh, it the lead in is long. The lead in is four and a half kilometers, so the lead is almost a full lap. So it's basically three laps of fan flats. Which, yeah, I guess, especially if you're listening for per beginner racing, you may not know what fan flats is the flat part of Richmond. So, it's uh, if you know the Richmond circuit at all, it kind of has two parts one part is the rolly part with all the steep KOMs, you don't need to worry about that at all. This is just on top on the cobbles, it's like basically a rectangle that's about five kilometers long. It, the lead in start, the pens start close to the start banner for the whole UCI circuit, but the finish line for fan flats is actually the sprint banner, which comes right after you do the U turn at the end. I don't know what the name of the street is, but you go to a big long cobbled section. There's a U turn about 500 meters later. There's a, the green banner. That's the finish line. So when you pass that one, you're going to do two more laps. So basically, we just done from that point on. I don't think there's one little segment where the grade might get to like 3% for 300 meters. Yeah, but basically, otherwise, it's flat. So, you know, sit in the group if you feel kind of feisty, you can try and break some people on the flats and yeah. start a breakaway. Test out the new pack dynamics. Yeah, best um, aero bike you've got. Best aero bike you've got. I don't. 
Any other yeah. I mean, thoughts in, and tips on this one? In uh, I mean, it's a D only race, uh, and that is one of the widest categories. So uh, if you are one of the stronger riders, this might actually be one of the courses where trying a breakaway might be interesting because you're you are likely to break some people there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you can just get those like five seconds and settle into your good, strong TT pace at the top end of that D range, you should be able to like keep it away with the new pack dynamics, especially. Cool. So everyone get out and race HBR, our uh, D's and new racers. It's that's, that's a, you know, those, those are fun races, right? They're just kind of go to the end. Yeah. And that brings us to climbers gambit what do we got this week chris we are doing leaf hill which i mean matt have you ever ridden any of the surrey hills so in real life <laughs> oh in in zwift in zwift um there was that one race that i remember <laughs> I heard about that one i think leaf hill on that. Uh, <laughs> is leaf one of the tamer ones uh, in the Surrey Hills quadrant. Pantheon. Yeah, so uh, Leith is, so if you're doing Surrey Hills, the course, it's the second one. So it's Fox, Leith, Fox, Keith. Um, Leith is the one where it is on the longer climb, but the actual segment only starts about halfway up the hill. Uh, so it, it. it is only, so I think that um my PR is about the same time as uh, Fox Hill was. So um, somewhere in the mid to high seven minute range as a fast C. Sounds good. We just got to get there though. Um, we're going greatest London loop this week. So you get a bit of a warm up. Um, How long is that lead in until the uh, KLM starts? Uh, 15, we'll call it 16. I'm pulling up my notes right now. I haven't posted the the preview, but it looks like climb starts at 16.8. So no need to get your warm up in ahead of time. You've got plenty of time to get warmed up on the course. Yeah, get your warm up, get some zone two in, um, and then you got the climb up to the climb. Am I hearing that correctly? Yes. Okay. So that and that first part is flatter, so you're not losing. You know, you're not you're not going super slow on that. Uh, it's not going to take forever to get to the climb, um, but it will take a bit. And then for the climb stats itself, it looks like 1.9 at an average of 6.8. So for me, that's definitely a climber. Um, any other bike choice thoughts from the group? No, no, I think it, this one's pretty steep. It's not as long as I thought, eh? Like the fastest times are like, you know, A's are going to be sub six. B's will be, could be some B's sub six, but probably more in the six to eight minute range. Yeah, and there I, are... rem I remember doing this one in uh, in another series and uh, I think I went full climber because it's pretty steep. Yeah, before yeah. the segment starts, it's, it's not that steep, but uh, the segment itself is, is quite steep. So, yeah, so it, it does. So it averages 6.87%, but that first 
500 meters or so is under 5%. Um, like it actually starts flat. Uh, and the second, like there's about uh, a mile uh, at about 10%. So it, it's definitely one to get a, a climber bike out on. Gross. And then I guess looking ahead, programming note, um, due to the Omnium, which we will be talking about shortly, uh, next week's series finale will be pushed back a week. So everyone can concentrate their efforts on Omnium related events. Nice. Yay. Hey. <laughs> we'll be talking more about that very soon. Craig, are you wearing a Bruins sweater? You are bandwagoner. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. We got uh, herd of mountain goats on. I have no idea what this course is, but yeah. So this is the um, it, well, it's the 2022 UCI Esports World Championship course, which is basically two and a half laps of mighty metropolitan, um, which unfortunately means three times up very unsavory um, New York reverse com. Um, all, Anytime up that glass road and the climbing, it seems to be very hard for me. But uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a hard one. It's like 900 meters of climbing, uh, 54 kilometers long. So yeah, um, I think it's going to be a toughie this week, and it end, obviously ends right at the at the end of the com. But yeah, should be good. On the third time. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So have fun with that, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're always exhausting, aren't they? All the mountain goat ones. <laughs> and and it really, for me, it's just like, how cruel or kind do I want to be on them? <laughs> well, I've, yeah. I haven't ever done the the 10 laps of Bologna that James James <laughs> Bailey did as his like parting call or whatever. <laughs> that was an HSRL era. Yeah. You did that, Matt? I did it. I did I'm it. It was okay. actually, it was, yeah, it was madness. Absolutely did you, but but did you drink a beer at the top every time? I did not drink any beers. No, were you meant to? That that's probably I didn't get yeah. the memo. <laughs> the Chris Greenland Memorial Fondo. <laughs> yep. yeah. Now, Matt, are you actually competing in the Mountain Goat Series? Are you riding these? Rounds? Yeah, I, sometimes I ride them. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I really. You know, yeah, I don't like to race more than really once a week if I can get away with it. I just find it racing really hard. So um, yeah, I, I'm only doing the HWR. So don't don't really. So I do ride them occasionally though. They're good fun, and and it is quite competitive in the races. Yeah. What What do you think for on one like this? Do you take a climber bike because the every move is in the in the climbs? Yeah, I think so too. It's a yeah. There's a lot of climbing. I mean, there's you know, there's a thousand meters of climbing pretty much. So uh, in this and particular, all the moves, like in between, is going to be pretty. Chill. Oh, it's it's rough. Well, it's rough. Um, this mighty metropolitan. It's like a, it's like a saw blade, isn't it? It's all up and down all the time. There's there's a fifty meter climb at one point. So it's it's all pretty yeah, pretty crazy. So I think a climbing bike would be good for this. Agreed. Yeah. Well, have have fun. Goats. you guys are a different yeah. breed let me tell you yeah <laughs> and then the same um yeah the same as uh, what, what um, chris mentioned that we'll be postponing next week's one um for the omnium cool cool 
which I think brings us to Stampede, which is actually the last race of the series. We actually scheduled that specifically to end the week before the Omnium. <laughs> we are going to do Bologna for season D's. It's going to be 16 kilometers. So all the way up to the top and back to the start. You got to go up and down and back to the start. So it's, it's uh, 6K flat, 2K up, 2K down, 6K flat to finish. A's and B's, you're doing it twice. So you got to go up to the top and back to the start and up to the top and back to the start again. So this is this is our final race. It's our lo- like We kind of do a progression of shorter to longer. So this is the long race um, for the series. So you're probably A's and B's to get or C's and D's to get up and back to the finish. Should I think most of them should be able to do it in about 40 minutes, I think. I think especially on the way back. Uh, time trial bike, very much a P5 with like 700 NV7s or or 808. No full TT, I think you go full arrow DT Swiss wheels. So, it you uh, the NV78s on the uh, on the, the the fastest TT bike works when you're finishing at the top. For the oh, season D's, coming all the way back down, uh, absolutely full arrow. All right. All right. So everybody take your full arrow set up. Although I don't know if I'd want to haul the Caddx up there. It's pretty heavy. Might take a later one. Yeah. You you could still go P5, but yep. DT Swiss wheels. Or Rainbow Disc because they look so good. Or Rainbow Disc. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's going to be, I think it'll be close to an hour to get even strong A's. Like, it's 15 minutes up both times, plus there and back, and you like getting 15 minutes the second time is going to be awful tough. So, um, yeah, yeah, good finish. It's, it's Stampede's been great. It's been, there's some really, really good battles. I'm going to have to maybe look at the numbers because we didn't quite get the code set up properly on WTRL for the scoring and see where the actual kind of best eight out of 10 shakes out. But um, I'll tell you, there's some, there's been some real. Yeah. Brent, aren't you uh, involved in a knockdown drag out? Oh my God. I beat Tom Kimsey, I think by three seconds last week, over 20 kilometers. <laughs> and Chris Owen did me by 10 and he's in front of me. So it's like, just, I mean, that's part of the nature of B time trial. Like that everyone's going to be right on that. Like if you're the fastest B you're right on that edge. So um but yeah, it's, it's been really great. But even the A's, like Kev Fowler and a couple of the guys are just really punching each other in the legs every week. So it's good. It's good fun. Last yeah. week, and then we will be taking a pause next week in Stampede and setting up two weeks from now. So everyone cool. can, oh, 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 we got to talk about uh, Bullseye. This week coming up is Volcano Circuit Counterclockwise, which I can never remember which one is which. <laughs> uh. I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> Isn't that the one where you you go up that little ramp out the outside ramp um, into the volcano, rather than um, the, the slightly longer outside ramp? I think you're it's like right. well, counter, counterclockwise, yeah. So it would be that yeah. way around. Yeah, you go you go up the ramp into the volcano at the finish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a really interesting finish for Bullseye because you can just about break away from people on that ramp from the outside yeah, that ramp. going into the volcano. Mm. Oh, definitely. 
Yeah. But you got to hold it a long time to get to that finish line of the lap. So you got to be on it the whole way because the group will be coming in behind you. And there's one little up kicker right before you get to the um, banners. So, Well, actually, I'd say this direction, like even not on the last lap, that kicker into the banner leads to breakaways too. So this is probably going to, this isn't going to be a pack and sprint bullseye. This is true. This is true. There will be, you got to be in the group. So you got to go up that ramp every time to hold the group. Yeah, exactly. Right. It, it will be interesting to see what's the new peg, dyna peg dynamics do for mm. this kind of races, because you can mm. try to break away and try to hold it. So yep. it would yeah, be, absolutely. could give some new dynamics to those races. Yeah, for sure. And six laps and just the six sprints. So basically it's just every time you go through that volcano banner, it's on. Nice. A nice little countdown. Stick around for 19 more if you don't have the modifier <laughs> patch. <laughs> and that is the week in Zwift Racing, which I think will then bring us to the Omnium. So, Maryline, do you want to tell us what the Omnium is and how it's set up? Yeah, yeah, I can talk a little bit about it. Um, it's uh, actually uh, something uh, James uh, made up uh, last year. And um, it's six races in one weekend, uh, spread over three, uh, two days. So three races each day. And um, for this year, I try to get it a little bit easier to fit it into your day in the weekends. Because uh, last year it was, I think, three hour breaks between the races, something like that. So um, um, I made it a little bit shorter rest time between uh, 45 minutes. And um, yeah, it's all different kind of races with um, uh, with the points race. Um, there's a longer t ITT, uh, shorter ITT, um, a scratch race, uh, a sprint race, and um, a hill climb. That's uh, all six in one weekend. And nice. Yeah, see if you survive it. Sounds <laughs> great. Uh, so, so those are those forty-five minute uh between the start times or is that a, an approximate 45 after the finish of each race until the no, start of the next uh, it's between the start times um i think most of the races the longer races are the the third ones each day so um okay. race three and race six are a little longer but there's no race starting behind that so it could be uh, over 45 minutes um the other ones are yeah from five minutes uh, to about 20. So 45 minutes should be enough to finish the race. Even in the uh, slower groups? Even in, in the CD. slower groups, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, 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 so in actual fact, the, the recovery is gonna be like, like 10 minutes or 15 minutes or something. Is yeah, that what a little longer for some races, but uh, wow. yeah. Yes, yeah, it's not much. It's not much now. But this is actually going to end up looking maybe a little bit more like an actual 
track omnium where yeah. you go out, you do your race, you cool down a little bit, and then you warm back up and get going again. Uh, rather than the, the, I think we all did we all race this last year? Um, I did. Okay. Yeah. I, it was brutal trying to, uh, your body, you start giving it the rest and you get a couple hours and then you get right back on and start doing it again. And, uh, by the end of that second day, body was just not happy with the fact that you were asking more of it. <laughs> well, the, the, I remember just like, even to try to warm up, you were just feeling like so poopy. <laughs> like, you, you were never first race. Okay. You warm up normal second race. You're like, okay, that doesn't feel very pleasant. Third race after the day, you're like, Oh my God, what are you doing to me? <laughs> some of us dummies did it like overnight. Cause that was the only time we had six hours that we weren't going to get jammed up on something else. I was going to say, then, yeah. Cause you were warming up at 3 a.m. <laughs> 2 a.m <laughs> my mistake time change right yeah uh i i don't know it, it felt really terrible but for some reason uh i think the third one on day one last week last year was the 10 mile time trial um yeah. and I, I that was my best ever uh effort of anything around that that length uh so something about even though the legs were shot like the rest of the system was still ready to go uh so what is the what's day one look like for um for this year um yeah the uh the events are the same as last year so uh we start with a, a sprint race as one lap of uh, watopia flat route okay um after that one it's uh uh, so that's the next thing. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the hill climb. Yeah. Uh, uh, on uh, to say the, I have to get the, the good one, uh, Fox Hill. And then um, the last one for day one is uh, uh, ITT, a 10 mile ITT. On I have to look up the course. Island Hopper. I, Island Hopper. Yeah. yeah. On which so, one? Is, uh, on Makuri, oh, uh, the okay. island hopper. Yeah, so it's but, it's got a little little climb in it. So so it's, since it's an ITT, is is it possible to do that that trick where you log in and and don't do the race for ages? Yeah, it would be possible, but um, I've got in the um, in the rules. Uh, I added an, a time time limit or a cutoff. Ah, well done, so, well done. Yeah, so yeah. if you, I, I've got a the limit quite wide so um it's like one hour um plus your starting time because it's the the tt module so it should be enough for everyone to finish even if you if you're a genuine d and just you you need to need an hour to finish that one but you can't park your um your avatar in the in the pen and wait for three hours and recover. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> cool. No, it's, uh, it's going to be really good fun. Yeah, that's so, yeah. that's brutal. That is brutal to get the uh, within an hour and a half doing the sprint race and then an, a max seven to ten minute effort, six to ten minute effort, and then 
a full 10 mile TT. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think this, this, uh, <laughs> this kind of, uh, it, because you have the hill climb in the climb in the middle, uh, you, you don't have to cool down as much. So you just uh, pedal to the, to the climb and, uh, you do a, a cool down afterwards. So I think this, this one was the, the best, uh, best series of events to not have to make it too hard yeah i hope <laughs> uh and there i think there will be something I, it is entirely possible that uh there are writers like me who if they go all in on that second race will have nothing for the third so there's something to be like actually putting them back to back to back like this rather than giving you the three hours, four hours, whatever it was in between uh, is going to introduce an element of pacing that we didn't really have last year. Last year, it was just kind of like whatever you've got. Um, this one, you like, you may do better in that third race if you hold back some in the second. Yeah, yeah. You should have put the sprint race right at the end, Mario Line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wait uh, for the finale. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's yeah. day two? Uh, day two, we start with a downtown dolphin uh, points race. So fastest time on the cobalt sprints. Oh, it's fastest. Great. Fastest, yeah. <laughs> and um, the second one is uh, um, a three k or 5K, no, 3K ITT as one lap of um, Glasgow, crits. Glasgow crits. Yeah. And oh, oh. the last one is uh, in France. And I have to check Rule that one Rule. again. Yeah, that's Rule. just a scratch race, but some rule oh, God. Yeah, nice, nice. That's Loving that one. Backwards, isn't it rule my pool? No, there's two yeah, quite there's... long hills, isn't there? Yeah, that's the one where you go up the hill right out of the start fence yep. and you end on, on the hill also. Yeah, loving that one. Brutal. <laughs> it's going to be so... That, that you know, we'll, We can talk about all the races in World War II, but that one actually with Pack Dynamics 4 is going to be so interesting <laughs> yep. to see yeah. if... Because there's, you know, there's basically like, you're right, a climb and then a downhill and a long flat bit for like 15 kilometers or so. And then another climb. And the question will be, can the chasers work and chase the leaders back? It's depending on the size of the groups and stuff. Because it won't just be like, a, oh, we'll just all sit in and do tempo. Like you're going to have to get organized and get on the front and take your turns. If you want to climb back. Yeah. Well, then I'll, then we'll, just, we'll just drop you on the climb again. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe you might be right. I mean, that's a legit strategy, right? Is just break them and then make them work hard and then break them again. But this know, one, yeah. it seems to be a long enough climb that you can, can, uh, yeah, break break people on this one. Yes, but it's also very draftable. So yeah, you can you can game it. You can sit on wheels till you get to the second last switchback and then punch and break guys. 
so you, you can't quite it's really hard to break people if you try to go the full six seven minutes yeah like so at, at whatever your six seven minutes <clears throat> is but if you sit in a wheel and then sprint on that kind of it does like real sharp short ones across the top and and that is tough so but that 10k just to go back like that 10k on island hopper is also you know not elementary like it's roly for the first seven and a half eight k i think do you do what is it an a, island is it a 10 10k or a 10 mile tt I'm sorry 10 mile okay yeah, yeah. pardon me i think it's mostly flat but there's that one um one climb the uh, on mecca isle yeah there's the mecca isle climb it around like it looks like probably around the six seven kilometer mark but then you do the Shisa sprint climb, I think, after that. Oh, yeah. And that one, I think this is the dirt direction. I yeah. think climb up through the dirt. Yep. Yep. So, you know, in terms of pacing for your 10-mile TT, you know, you're going to want to save some bullets to, to really punch up that bit. And especially, I know from having done that climb before, like, it, it tricks you because it levels off a bit. And then it goes up one more step. And if you're not ready for that last step to get up to the that to get up to the on top for the sprint, you can you can lose a bunch of time not being able to to keep on the power across the top up there. And so I mean to a, pay to pace a 10 mile time trial in just anyways very hard, I think. So yeah, it's with the with the hills and stuff, it's it's gonna be really difficult. Yeah. I mean for B's and A's, it's basically an FTP test type power. Yeah. Um, 20 minute power. C's and D's, you're probably closer to 25 to 30. But but um, I mean that's not that different. It's still it's pace above different. pace above FTP if you can. Yeah. Well, I mean, at that at, as the third race in a row, that might be yeah. at FTP. But <laughs> yeah. if you're at threshold, you might be doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. and you're probably, I mean, that's enough of a hill. You might want to take it a little bit easy to be able to pound that climb. Yep. Especially if the climb is on the sand, uh, <laughs> you can win a lot of time there. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a, it's an open event, right, Marilyn? Yeah, it's on the, on the public agenda. Yeah, excellent. Uh, so, go oh, go ahead. I was going to ask what scoring for the whole week, but do you have something else you want to go to first, Sean? Oh, I was just that. Uh, so, you guys just did um, the Glasgow crit. Uh, is that going to be the hardest thing of the weekend, do you think? Trying to yeah. do a 3K, essentially five-minute or four to, four to six-minute all-out effort with a hill and like how do you pace that It'd certainly be the most painful of the week yeah Maybe. i mean we we did the three the three k tt on like the first three k of tempest fugit last uh yeah. last year and that's just how hard can you go for that mm. four to six minutes this seems yeah, tough. it's like run, running a mile full out it's really 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 hard it's much harder than running a, well much more painful than running say a 5k full out right but uh, now yeah. run that mile with with a couple of like a steep sprint and some downhills yeah, yeah, yeah. and well and, and all those other races in your legs 
Yeah. Yeah, because that's a five of six, right? On day two. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, a toughie. That's race number five. Yeah. yeah. We're we're all going to be cursing Mario Line at the end of the <laughs> next week. <laughs> Actually, I think that's brilliant. I, I mean that that is a and it's a three K circuit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I chose this one. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, 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 it's a brilliant choice because it's going to be hard. Yeah. And I, it's a it's mass start, right, Maryland for race five. Uh, yeah, that's one is mass mass start. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So <laughs> you know you're going to be able to pace it off, and and I guess we didn't we didn't quite cover this, but you you only have to race the people in your time zone. So by the time you get to race five, you're going to know who in your race is like competitive with you who's who's in your time zone who's been doing the other four races like you're gonna know who you need to race against for that <coughs> race and so you're really gonna be looking over your shoulders at at these other racers and then when you get to the that climb you know it's gonna be okay how much do i punch up this climb and then how much gas do i have for the last kilometer and a half to get back to the finish line across these rollers because you know, the nature of pacing is you want to go hard up the climb and you can make up, you know, a good deal of time on those climbs, but boy, is that last three minutes going to be awfully hard <laughs> giving it your full gas to the top. Well, I'm just thinking back to last year's race six and everybody was just moaning about Smoked. the people that joined the all and moaning about the people that joined the race that hadn't done the other five races. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be fresh people in that last race yeah that's it's, yeah and the, there's a possibility there's people there are fresh people in all the races because it's on the it's it's open to just yeah. do one race or or a mm. few Marilyn, can you explain the how how it's being done in terms of the time zones uh, yeah, we've got three time zones. Uh, one mainly aimed at Australia, Asia, uh, one at Europe, and one at America. So, and each time zone has a mixed race and a women's race. Nice. And is the scoring just like you get 50 points for first, something like that, or is there something more? Uh, no, yeah, 50 points, yeah, 50 points for first and uh, 49 for seconds and yeah. down to one point yeah. for each of the and, races. And I'm helping with the scoring, so I will be taking bribes <laughs> throughout the week. <laughs> you can send Matt a virtual uh, Dr. Pepper float. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's that's definitely worth 50 points in it. On its, just, just mentioning that's worth 50 points. <laughs> Good. The scoring, so the, the points race on downtown Dolphin in race four, that's going to be like 50 points each lap, fastest time. Yeah. Yeah. So 50, 50 for the fastest and uh, each each lap 50. And then uh, <clears throat> the one with the most points gets 50 league points again for the uh, counting for the leagues. And is there any finish points oh. allowed? Um, no, no, no finish points for no race four. Points. So just your time. Yeah. So once you get also, across that last climb. Yeah. Also for all the races, the power-ups are turned off. Ooh. And, oh, um, controversial. 
I think it was the same in last year. It was, not, yeah. Not completely sure, but um, yeah, for some some of the courses like um, Watopia Flat Roots, um, it's it's a bit of a yeah lottery. If you get a wrong power up, it can mess yeah. up your whole race, and you only get one in that on that course. So, so uh, I think last year we were also limited to specific bikes. Yeah, it's only the um, uh, for the TTs. The TT bikes are allowed. Um, but for the other races, the T bikes are not allowed, but it's open by choice. Okay, for the great. Cool. Could be really good fun. Excellent. Yeah, this schedule has a little bit of James Bailey, evil genius written. In. <laughs> so, well done. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the same schedule as last year. I only changed the courses. I'm just thankful I have a uh, Belgian waffle ride on Sunday, so I won't be forced to do races four five and six but i might do one two and three we'll see so chris i i have a i have a proposal for you mm. so and this is the uh yeah i i wanted to to jump into this conversation so i'm doing the apac time zone on friday night and saturday night it's not even that late for you chris Chris, he's like over the. He's overjoyed with that <laughs> suggestion. Yeah, don't you want to wreck yourself for two days and then go uh, do right. BWR? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'll have a look at the times. The good news is I am and and maintaining solidly C status. So, ah, uh, this is this is garbage. This is garbage, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. So I I, I will say, because uh, I, I did post in the chat uh, the other day, um, my uh, my Zwift uh, profile showing myself as a D. Um, the, the race today did, did bump me up to a C. Good. So, uh, as well but, but I, am, I am doing a pack C. I am out of shape. I am not a B right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> but for six, for six races in... in on two evenings, I am going to do C. I this, don't like trying to keep up and B. This is uh, my current, uh, the thing that may keep me from really racing all of it well or hard. Uh, I got sick about a month ago and had gotten up to B on the Zwift uh, profile stuff. And I am so far off of that at this point. Like I got really, I got strep and was down for two weeks and have only really gotten back onto the bike this week i'm not going to be back where i was and i was just over the line so mm, that's going to be tough yeah that's the other thing that came up last year people getting promoted after like two races right so oh I mean, yeah yeah up. so definitely uh sign up for all six before you start racing is that like the same sign up process? You can get locked into what you signed up for. Yeah. Even before? Okay. You can. But okay. race up. If you're that close, race up. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm definitely not close to being a B at the moment. But if I were to race all six of them, like, I'd probably do it in B. But, I'm just looking. I might, I, I think I could win APAC A right now. Because <laughs> there's zero people signed up. <laughs> Let's be clear. They'll be coming. They'll be coming. I raced APAC last year. So this APAC schedule seems much more useful. It's like seven starts at seven. So it's like seven, seven forty-five, eight thirty. Sure. Yeah. That's that's very doable. 
I'm probably going to have to do the American time because I, I don't think I'll be able to do the times on Saturday. So it's going to be late nights for me. Oh, I mean, yeah. always is, right, Matt? Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Could be later, though, than normal. <laughs> Regularly in the uh, Pinktron chat, we get we get Matt responding at what is like 4 a.m. his time and, and then us out on the West Coast of uh, of the U.S. just like go to sleep. <laughs> Normally, because I've, I've woken up for some reason. <laughs> That's how he does all the commentary. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, I think uh, I think it's great. I think you did a great job, Mary Line. I think the Padawan has become the master in terms of uh, <laughs> exactly the right way to hurt us all. <laughs> <laughs> So it's gonna be it's gonna be great fun. Um, uh, other thing is uh, get in the herd Discord. Um, I th yes. I think that was like last year. Even we didn't have a super deep group in the APAC group last year, but um, you know this brings out lots of different people. You get lots of great conversation, lots of good tips. So get your headset out, join the Zwift Racing Discord for each one of these races, and um, you know even if if for whatever reason you feel like you want to be just with some c racers instead of some a racers i mean i i like i think usually there's not that many bodies that you can all be in the herd racing discord and all chat it up and it's not a big deal but if you do mess with some people post in the chat in zwift say hey i'm gonna be in the whatever steal some <laughs> uh, ttt you know i'm gonna be on the bobcat ttt or whatever chat and get in there and chat it up because you know we're all going to be suffering together it's, it's lots of good banter and nonsense and you and you do sometimes learn a few things too about um the, the people you're racing against like that's one of the most fun parts but also about you know what's going on racing what people do for strategy sometimes there's teamwork in some of these races and stuff and you can pick up some things especially with new pack dynamics so i do recommend yeah. And I mean, you know, for me, like the, the social side of these, like the club championships and the Omnium is like the, the best part. Every single time these things have been on, it kind of brings a, a lot of people together, a lot, a lot of chats about the competition and, you know, how hard it is and all that kind of stuff. And so I love the these these moments each year. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, totally. Always... Yeah, yeah. In the Facebook group, I'm sure there'll be a there'll be like results posts on their posts, like get in the comments, post your best this sucks memes and gifts. <laughs> we all love that. And uh, you know, let's let's it's a it's a you know, this is kind of the end of winter, start of spring celebration event. So let's get everybody out, let's um, you know, thrash ourselves and and cheer each other on and celebrate our successes and share our misery and have a great time everybody uh and then after the omnium we have a whole new uh series to to look at for you know new sets of courses maybe finally see what the hsrl uh fondo will be this year <laughs> yeah i think you're working on that too aren't you Marilyn? are you working on hsrl yeah i was yeah yeah and i've started mapping out some new stampede routes so yeah there's a whole bunch of new series that are going to be starting yeah uh, and there's there's a new funda route for uh, uh that's that could be a, a really good uh queen <laughs> stage for hsrl is this the france thing you're talking about yeah <laughs> there's only a few segments on that one uh, it, yeah no, there are the <laughs> of segments <laughs> it disappeared again from the list so i'm not sure if i uh, can select it but that might be an option. 
I'm still working to try and figure out how to get Alp downhill. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, well, we, the Zwift racing will continue all through the summer, but this is kind of the, you know, the capper, get everybody out event. So good stuff. I think on that note, we will say thank you to Sean Fogenberg. Thank you, Chris Greenland. Thank you, Matt DeFreitas. Thank you, Craig Martin. And an extra special thank you both for showing up on the podcast and for organizing the Omnium to Maryline and Moo and good night. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Good night.